Oh, and a big good afternoon to you. Eight minutes past four, big live conversation, our second last show for the year um, for a couple of us. Nicole's Ooh. going to head off a little bit earlier. Yes. But first of all, big thank you to Tim for his music program. We're going to keep that music going. We do have a few surprises and it does come with a warning. There's going to be Christmas songs, there people. There will be, but they're really cool and they're Australian, some of them. Oh, I like that. So, you know. Stay with us. Check it out. You, yes. Absolutely a little bit. But we, we're absolutely, this room is filled with decorations. I'm looking at a Christmas tree. We have to get into the spirit. And Nicole's got her Christmas hat on. <laughs> looking wonderful. Oh, I couldn't oh, find oh. mine. <laughs> but welcome. Yes. And just before we start, very important check of your weather. Ooh. Now, currently, it's 18.6 degrees outside. Feels like 19.5, apparently. Mm, doesn't feel like summer at all. It doesn't. Very overcast. We are expecting a 23 as our maximum today with an overnight low of 19 with a few showers easing. We're easing into Christmas. We're easing into Christmas. Let's, right. I'd like to think we're easing into Christmas. Let's, let's do it really calmly, really quiet. <laughs> we, we, we are zen. We are cool, calm, collected, Absolutely. and uh, no stress no, from here. No. We're just going to take everything in our stride. And you know what? To get everyone, hopefully, into that Christmas spirit, I just promised some Christmas songs. We're going to jump right in. Giddy up. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, elves just want to have fun. Uh, it's called I Hope You Enjoy It. And it's Australian. Let's go for it. 94.1 FM 3WBC. And right back at you, everyone. I hope you loved our little Christmas song that we kicked off. How's that? It it, it took me by surprise, too. I didn't (laughs) realise it was only (laughs) 1.26 minutes. So um, just a little bit of a scramble to get the mics on there. But uh, elves just want to have fun. We just want to have fun. (laughs) We are in the Christmas spirit. Um, Nicole, put the gin down. No more spirits in here. Come on. No. No more spirits. You're not allowed to drink in the studio. No. Absolutely. So, but we have lots happening. Barbara's now entered the studio. She has her Christmas hat on. Now I feel right out of it because I haven't got a Christmas hat. I would have bought one. But we, yeah, well, well, you've let me down. I'm I'm disappointed. (laughs) You have to grab some tinsel and wrap around your head. Oh, I might do that. Um, I might get into trouble if I touch any of the Christmas decorations. I don't want to get into trouble. Do not want to get into any trouble. Um, Now, today we've got lots happening. All our news and views we We've got jokes, as we always do, and I think we've got some jokes. We're really trying hard. With This is amateur joke hour for us, isn't it? <laughs> but we're trying hard, and we'll get there. Uh, we've got – I've got a couple of things – I'm just going to talk about myself at the moment. <laughs> a couple of summer reads that I uh, looked at and ah. thought were pretty cool. We are going to be speaking to a wonderful artist, Samara Adamson, and I cannot say the rest of her surname because I can't pronounce it, uh, Barbara. It's Polish and she'll, she'll correct us. She will correct us. Yes, and I think it's Pekreska, but anyway. Um, Samara is uh, – Exhibiting at the moment at the 20 Years of Town Hall Gallery at the Hawthorne Town Hall in Burundara and as part of an exhibition. So that's going to be wonderful to speak with her. Um, we also have our What get, Gets Up Our Nose. Um, makes our day. A few different <laughs> makes our day. We're going to try and find something to make our day. Uh, we've got a few little it. nutrition tips for the holiday season because it can be challenging. Well, I hope so they involve sugar and chocolate and fun. <laughs> it's 
a bit of both. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Barbara? What's happening? Well, what can I tell you? Um, this weather is bizarre, isn't it? For, uh, it for is. Everything's anyway, bizarre. Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a fun night out the other night at the shovel, did we not? Oh, please. Yes, we did. It was so good. Well, so we everyone, we went shovel. to the war on 2023, brought to you by the fabulous people from The Chaser and The Shovel, mm. which features on our show every mm. week. And uh, it was absolutely brilliant. Very, very funny. A good dose of humour. Humour that we all needed. Humour. We did yeah, need a, exactly. a bit of humour. We had a, a very good laugh and um, particularly liked some of the musical skits from um, Gabby, Bolt. Bolt. Gabby, Gabby Bolt. Gabby Bolt. Uh, Go Gabby Bolt. You're a legend. Oh. How talented is she? So Very. she's not only comedic, but was able to write a song and a tune and, and play it. it and sing it. It's a triple threat, stage. even more than a triple threat. Uh, so she was great. She, oh, she special, was special. Uh, shout out to her. I, I definitely thought she was great. And uh, Barb managed to uh, catch Mr. Humphreys. Um, oh, caught his eye, Mark Humphreys. Mark yes. Humphreys, I forgot and to said, mention. Well done, and she did want to see him again on the <laughs> 7.30 report. Yes, but, well, uh, you had to be quick um, because he, uh, as usual, has had an adoring crowd, mainly he, composed of women around him. He did <laughs> have an he adoring did. crowd. And uh, so I just thought I'd just quickly, rudely uh, yell out, you know, great show, and uh, we should come back to the 7.30 report. And he smiled and laughed and seemed to appreciate it. And, <laughs> so, uh, and Mark, if you are listening, which you probably we are. Um, please come into our studio for an interview because we would love we to would see you. We would love to have a chat. Yeah, no yes. pressure, but please do that. Um, <laughs> what else is going on, ladies? Well, I'm heading off. Oh, on stop. Thursday. Someone's going on a holiday. Yes, so it is very exciting, but it is very stressful when you work right up until the 11th hour mm-hmm. and um, not recommended, uh, <laughs> but it is great to – more and more people that I speak to are actually going away prior to Christmas to avoid that whole rush during <laughs> the Christmas New yeah. Year uh, spate of holidaying to save also a few little dollars here as well. And, there. and I think half of Australia has been – or currently is, or is about to go to said location. Yes, yes. So there are some amazing deals, and I'd love to have a, a chat to everyone about some of the little hints and tips about travelling to Bali. If you're thinking it's not for me, it has some bad press around certain locations within the country that is known for the Australian bogan presence. Um, the old you, bogan factor. That's only a very small part of the whole of Bali. East Bali is is much more significant. In fact, what I heard was one of the biggest uh, things that I will notice the difference in, uh, having not been since, I don't know, it was 30 years ago, um, is that um, when I go to a tourist location, um, yes, there might be more crowds. However, they're crowds with drones and Insta set-up shots. Uh, So it's like, hang on, I'm just going to... My, just wait, my wife's getting in another outfit to do that second shot <laughs> of course, in yes. the rice paddies of her. Oh. Um, so before you go running into the rice paddies with everybody else, 
can we wait? You have to wait for people to get their perfect Insta shot. Oh, and yeah. And that can take a little bit longer. Bless. Mm. Um, so it. that is something that I hadn't quite thought about as, as the reality of mm. thinking that you're out in the jungle, the but you're out in the jungle with everybody else everybody trying to get else. a photo of themselves in the jungle without everybody else. Well, um, <laughs> I interesting you mentioned Bali, and I mean, I'm going there as well for the first time ever in January, but I, again, was reading some travel stuff today and they were talking about the fact that uh, in terms of visitors, Australian visitors to countries, that Japan is now surpassing um, uh, Bali as the yes, top spot. That today, so, and it is amazing. You know, the, apparently, I've never been there, but I, that's on my list, but apparently the the culture is still one of those cultures that is so unique that you people say you would you just don't see it anywhere else. It's very, very unique. Mm, and so very special place. My, my brother and his wife just went there this year for the first time and loved it. Yes, yes. mine is um, there too. The absolutely. Yes. So apparently it's now um, passing Bali as, as very much the top is place Is it as to economical visit. as Bali? Um, Apparently the prices, well, they said that the prices were higher, like around, you know, 2020-21 when we couldn't really travel. But um, but the prices have come down apparently. So they were saying it's quite affordable. I wouldn't imagine it would be as affordable as Bali. No, I don't think so either. um, But... Pretty reasonable, apparently. Anyway, we will talk about all of that and lots, lost, lots more. Uh, we're here till six. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have birthdays, have and we we'll do birthdays. We've got. We can't do them just yet, Barbara. Yeah. We've got very important promotions to promote, sure. and, um, and shall we, we must miss them? And we shall not miss them. I have a list, I and so <laughs> at nineteen minutes past four, we will be back in just a moment. Tom Petty there with a little bit of free-falling. We're feeling like we're doing a bit of free-falling today. <laughs> we're just sort of making it up as we go. Well, no, we're not. We do no, not make well anything planned. up. Well planned. We are so well very planned <laughs> and very structured and organised, as you can tell. Yes. And uh, it is 24 minutes past four here on Big Life Conversation. Check out our Facebook page, Big Life Conversation, and uh, a little bit of a, a heads-up on our jokes segment. Amateur joke segment yes. coming up. Right? We, we, so we don't profess to be professionals no, in this space. No, But we are trying. <laughs> and if you do have any exceptional jokes, please post them on our Facebook page. Um, and they have to be ones we can read out on air. Absolutely. That was really, really lovely. Absolutely. We love those. Um, we just, do. Just had a little segue from it before we talk birthdays. Oh, yes. uh, from our mm. um, experience with uh, the war on 2023. Um, with the uh, the shovel and the chaser, is there? Um, if you go to their website, they've also got a website called wankonomics.com um, as per my last email in inverted commas um, there is a 2024 tour on sale at the moment but the uh, Wankonomics Christmas cards have landed and you can uh, order these um, Wankonomics Christmas cards get your colleagues, clients and that wanker in middle management and they'll actually relate to these best of breed greeting cards so just a couple of, uh, just an assorted couple that I thought I'd share with you um, I hope you achieve your Christmas KPIs moving forward. <laughs> um, have a best in-class integrated end-to-end Christmas. 
And um, we wish you an outcome-focused Christmas and an agile New Year. <laughs> oh, bless. That's beautiful. Bless those oh, corporate corporate wanker nomics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we, we know them well. And uh, many uh, happy, happy... No, regards for the season, whatever. It's Christmas. So happy Christmas, yeah, whatever. You know what we're trying to say here, but we just get all emotional when we talk about the corporate life because we love love it so much. Love their logo as well. And, yes, good old Wankonomics. It is – some people have their Masters and PhDs. They Mm, do, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Now, Barbara, let's move straight over to the birthdays. Yes, please. I want to mention um, the late great Frank Sinatra Mm -hmm. has a birthday on the 12th. Um, and Dean Warwick, uh, who's still with us, has got a birthday around this time as well. Um, also, on a sadder note, can you believe it's 43 years since John Lennon left us? Actually, no. That's no, amazing. on the 8th of December. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so hard to yeah, believe. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, influence and legacy still lives on, of course. Um, and also, yeah. someone who's recently left us, and a bit of a heartthrob of mine, I have to admit. Oh, Ryan I know, O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill. Oh, yes. I really love Ryan O'Neill. I thought he was pretty hot. Oh, he was, he was, as I say, his life off, off camera was, I think, a bit turbulent. But anyway, I thought, I thought he yes. was a good actor and easy on the eye. A bit complicated. Yes, indeed. And of course, Tatum O'Neill, um, she was Australian, his daughter's estranged from him, sadly. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'll just quickly relate the story of. As a, a teenager, uh, we all went off, actually, it was a school excursion towards the end of the year, way back when, when uh, Nicole was barely alive, and, um, <laughs> and we went to see What's Up, Doc, and that's when I first came yeah, across Ryan O'Neill, yes. and I think a few of us were quite smitten, and I always followed his career with interest ever since then, um, particularly that, that silly line. Do you remember, of course, a love story? Of course, he was famous for Love Story and, and Paper Moon, which he performed in with his daughter, but Love Story with Helen McGraw, and they were a cute couple, and it was a bit of a tearjerker, mm. that one, but uh, that's ridiculous. Line, love means never having to say you're sorry. And um, I remember <laughs> Barbara Streisand in her typical role it was you know, batting her eyelids and repeating that line to him. And, he, and I remember his retort was, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Anyway, but, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, he was, uh, he was a talented fellow. And, um, yeah, sorry, sorry to see him go. Yes, absolutely. He did have a wonderful career and... Um, yeah, quite a lot of charm, charisma, I think. Very, but, uh, very much so, yeah, yes. So. Ah, but thank you, Ryan, for, for all that. Rest in peace. But, but we should say that we think you should say sorry. I think yes, exactly. Yeah, sorry, and, uh, yeah. it should be said all the time, all the time. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. A preemptive strike is often a good idea. Uh, exactly, <laughs> absolutely. As, 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 as yes, you should. Some people find it hard to apologise, and that's uh, yeah. Well, that's another story. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> so, some people find it hard to ever be wrong. Mm, exactly. Like, right. Wrong. I'm right. Yeah, it's a sign um, of insecurity. Or, or compliment. Mm. Or compliment. Yes. Well, you know what? You know what's interesting. You're talking about compliments. You know, mm. when people get feedback, mm. it's really important that they get feedback that is. Um, complimenting them that is actually acknowledging the good things they do yes. um, and not go but you did that mm. and then go and it would also be great if in the future if you could play um, you know uh, pay attention to this, this, yes, or something exactly. like that. But let's let's really give people that positive feedback, highlighting positive performance. It's yeah, called you know every what? workplace it's, should have it, especially at this time of year when yes. people have worked really, really hard, hard stressed often, under yeah. a lot of stress. Absolutely. But yeah. I think this shows our backgrounds as teachers because mm. we were always told to you know to pick up if, you, if a student has issues. 
you know, before going in and sort of saying, you know, you made a mess of this, tell them what they've possibly like done yes. really well. Yes. And, so, and by the way, as you suggested, Jacinta, by the way, it'd be great if you could uh, next time just, you know, just work on this a little bit or whatever right. else. Yep. But, and that's going to make someone more receptive. It's, it's called psychology. It's called, you know. It people is. People will switch off. You think, you know. It is. I can never do anything to please you. I'm just shutting down now because whatever I do, you know, you're not happy. Um, but if you tell people, you know, I do appreciate the good stuff you're doing and I'm acknowledging it. Uh, so, and your your opinion will carry more weight. I think so. Actually, so if you're balanced. It builds trust. It builds exactly. team. Uh, people are more willing to go the extra yards. That's true. Well, that's uh, it. It's great resilience for, as well. It's great for collaborative relationships. It right? is great it's for so collaborative relationships. That's what we need. Hey, can I just mention a birthday, which is um, yes, I've got it's, 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 it's a little bit different in that it's my dog's fifth birthday. Oh, oh, oh no. He's going to be turning oh. five. Actually, he's going to be turning five on the 16th, uh-huh. but I won't oh, be here. Human, human years, 35 years or something. Yes. So he's getting a little grey around the face at five. Needs to slow um, down. Yes, I know. Um, we're, we're a little bit sad because he's going to um, doggy care facility. Oh, oh and, yes. Uh, work, Last won't, time. Won't be there for his birthday. Oh. <laughs> no, and he wasn't that well. Bali. He, he got that cough thing, didn't yes, he? Yes, kennel cough. cough's yeah. not a fun thing for a dog to no, get. No, it's mm. not. So um, we've chosen a different location for said doggy holiday. Oh, good luck. So um, I hope he has a better time. I hope he does. And he might get a little birthday cake there. You just never know. (laughs) Um, Any other birthdays? Yes, I'd like to send a happy birthday uh, to greetings um, to my friend Rose's son, Max, who's having a birthday on the 13th, which is Wednesday. Yes. Yes, so... Happy birthday, Max, who's and roughly the same age as Hardy in human terms. I do believe. Oh, excellent. And just a reminder for those people having birthdays around this time, they must get a separate, separate present, present for yes, their birthday. Yes. Christmas is a whole different thing, right? Yes. So unless by, by prior arrangement, unless you sort of said like, you want something really big, like a car. Unless you can see to this. Christmas. Oh, yes, a big car. That's absolutely. That would be yeah, lovely. But, but otherwise, yes, please yeah, please make make sure they're, they're two distinct gifts. My, yes. My Thank grandfather you. was 23rd of December, and Ooh. I think he used to always say, you know, he's to get caught out mm, yes. <laughs> and there was just kind of the singular gift yes. um, well we'll just wait till Christmas Day it's like well that's not good enough no I that's that's think. a bit mean cutting corners like that yeah not good enough mm. um, 29 minutes to 5 we'll be back after this a little bit of Vance Joy there to get us up and dancing, of course, with Riptide. 25 minutes to five, big live conversation. Nicole, Barbara, Jacinta with you. And uh, Barbara is going to introduce our very first studio guest for today. Yes, I'd like to welcome back to the studio, um, Samara Adamson Pinchevsky. I hope I've got that correct now, uh, Samara. Uh, she's uh, kind of come down into the studio in person, and uh, we, we were, it's very good to see her again because she came here, I think we were just saying, a couple of years ago now. Um, so, welcome back, and uh, congratulations on this uh, wonderful exhibition you're involved with, our place down at uh, the Town Hall Gallery. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me on the show this afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, Samara, um, tell us a little bit about this exhibition. It's a fantastic collection, basically, um, belonging to Burundara City Council, and you are one of the um, the privileged few to be um, chosen as, as to be part of it. And you're, we're saying off air, you're in uh, you're in great company. I am in great company, and the exhibition is on at the Hawthorne Arts Centre which is at the Town Hall Gallery in Burundara. And the title of the exhibition is Our Place, 20 Years of the Town Hall Gallery. And it's a major exhibition 
celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Town Hall Gallery. Significant artworks are on display from the Town Hall collection, and you're absolutely right, I'm in terrific company. <laughs> uh, some of the artists who have got work showing in the exhibition are Sir William Dargy, there's also Dora Wilson, A.M.E. Bale, John Brack. John Brack <laughs> and uh, his wife, Helen Maudsley, which my work is actually right next to. So mm. I'm feeling very, very privileged about <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. exciting. A few instances to oh, wow. heard her speak um, both at the University of Melbourne oh, wow. uh, and also at the gallery. So uh, Fantastic. it's a real treat. Certainly is, and to be uh, in such a select company, and your own works now, of course, it's quite a uh, quite a variety of, uh, of pieces on view, all different sorts of styles. But now you specialise in sort of abstract sort of things, don't you? Both sculpturally and also in terms of painting. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've got two works on in the exhibition. I've got a two D uh, painting, and I've also got a three D hand painted sculpture. That's right, so it's Breaking Point is the painting. Breaking yes. Point is the painting. Very striking piece it is too. And yes. yes, and around the corner is the 3D sculpture, and not on display but also in the Town Hall collection because it's a terrific and very large collection. It's yes. a wall construction that I made. Oh, oh wow. wow. Love that. I'll have to take another look. Yes. yes. Sounds really great. Um, now, how long does this, this exhibition go on for, the Samara? The show runs until the 20th of January. Oh, yes. So there's still time for people to go down, experience it firsthand in the flesh is always best. Yes. It's a really large exhibition. I think there's over 50 works on display. There's something for everyone. I obviously love abstraction and contemporary art, but there's also wonderful portraits. There's wonderful landscape and still life. Uh, man-made as well as natural scenes also. So highly recommend it. It's a yeah. exhibition. Lots and of diversity in that. Lots yeah. of diversity. Yeah. And I Beautiful. love that it's always a free experience. That's right. yes. you know, when we're looking at experiences at Isn't the moment, um, something that's quite, you know, uplifting. We always talk about, you know, mm. the appreciation of beauty and excellence as a, as a strength. You know, when you, you have that, that um, sense of uplift when you go and see some of those visual exactly. um environments as well so uh it's free so you can get along locally and and have a beautiful experience or a time out and because of the location of course oh, you've always got glen ferry road I know. Uh, to go and have a meal or a cuppa afterwards yeah. or before um, right. it's really nice to, to combine the two and with it going till the 20th of January, January, that's a lovely time for people that are just relaxing at home. And, and Samara, what, what do you feel in terms of this sort of exhibition? My feeling is with, with children, you it's really great to get them to go and just, you know, see these things and experience them um, as whenever. Like it doesn't have to be when they're at school, they can just wander around with you and before they go to school, can't they? Like oh, young young children, yeah. Young children can yeah. definitely come down. I think it's good. It's kid family. And yeah. they've got kids' little notes, haven't they, next to the, the pictures. Like, oh, the, like the NGV. I yeah. didn't know that. Mm. that. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. for kids. Yeah, yeah that's lovely. Fantastic and uh, there are some other exhibitions on at the same time, I believe. I think one of them's ending this uh, this Saturday. Um, and this is the... Um, uh, the sustainability uh, exhibition by Rachel Wood. You know the one I'm talking about. Yes, yes. I do. Yeah, and um, that's uh, well, so that's running until this 
this Saturday, but then, and yours is on to the 20th of January, and there's another one. The, the summer exhibition is also on in the in the community gallery too. Yeah. So lots of um, lots of things this happening thing down there at the moment, yes. and all free. Opportunities for local artists to live uh, and work or study in the city of Boroondara. Yes, yep, it's that's a terrific u- opportunity. It is. Yeah, everyone. yeah. It really universally is. repaired. When I was down, propped in there the other day, my, I met a girlfriend down there, and um, she was busily working on some craft and working on some little recyclable little decorations. So yeah. Yeah, it's really hands-on stuff too, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And they have a lot of kids' programs too and yes. workshops uh, that's worth checking out their website for. So oh, that's a, a okay. opportunity for yeah, local kids for to get kids. involved in too. Yeah, that, that's brilliant. And so often with these things, people don't realise that they're on. So we yes. want to really to get it out there too. Yeah, there's I, so I much we're that's on offer. It's a really beautiful exhibition. Yeah. And the work is simply stunning and really must be seen in person. Yes. Yes, because you can view some of it online, but as you said, you don't have to, it doesn't give you the same effect, yes. obviously, to see no. it. Yes. effects in the Lynn Onis painting with the gum tree. Yes. Oh, wow. There's also wonderful um, scenes depicting Yarra Boulevard precinct as well, including oh. its construction by John Brown. Yes. Uh, so oh. it's very historical. Yeah. And uh, there's really something for everything. Yeah. For everyone. For everyone. And some interesting mirror robes I saw on display as well. <laughs> Oh, yes, really? Yes. Oh, oh, my some gosh. of the um, some of the former lady mayoresses, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, no, it, it, it's 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 quite a spectacular exhibition, as you said. And part of its charm is that it um, it's free to the public. So, well, um, in fact, in actual fact, happy birthday to the Town Hall Gallery because that's a, quite an achievement to, to be up and running for twenty years. Twenty years, yeah. Mm, and yes. you had several exhibitions there, I think, haven't you? I, I have exhibited over the years. Uh, in two thousand and twenty-one, I had a survey show. That's right. I came into the studio. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Sensational. And yeah, from that opportunity, they acquired three of my works, and that was wow. incredible. Wow! Yeah, fantastic. Been, yeah, That's great. What yeah, a lovely acknowledgement. Yes, isn't wonderful that support. wonderful? So, in terms of when an exhibition like this is on, and there's a number of different artists for yourself, what? How do you go through the process of selecting? what you will actually exhibit. Or do you have a choice? Well, uh, uh, <laughs> not not in the, on this occasion, I didn't. But, you uh, did it? Oh. Specifically um, curated by the Town Hall Gallery oh, uh, okay. team. And so obviously they've got a really large, and it's really a marvellous collection. Yeah. So they have to really, um, you know, select very, very carefully because you've only got so much exhibition and wall space. Yes, mm. uh, There's installation and sculpture, so that's taking inside the mm. space, outside of the walls. But, um, yeah, it's beautifully, beautifully curated and put together. And so, yeah, just... Um, Highly recommend going and seeing it. It's yeah, on down. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. And Samara, what about your your future um, plans or projects? Are you able to tell us anything about those at all? Yes. Or uh, current? It's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been a busy year. I had a solo show at uh, Charles Nodrum Gallery in Richmond earlier okay. this year, which was really terrific. Yes. And I'm currently working on a commission. I'm making a 3D mobile, which is wow. really exciting. Yeah. And I've got new paintings on the go as well and new sculptures and maybe doing some casting next year in bronze so oh, okay. wow. go 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 oh, I'm very passionate and I love 
heart. Yes. It's, yeah, what I wake up to do in the morning. Absolutely. And And so lovely to have those commissions in between all of that and something new and different to to have purpose um, around that artwork as well. A lovely appreciation of your work and skills as well. Absolutely. It's my second commission for the year. Ah. So that's really nice. I'm painting and one mobile commission. Yeah, that's wonderful. Oh, wow. And I guess so much time goes into those. Like when you were just describing what's coming up for you next year, you're really starting from scratch, aren't you? You've got, you you would have these ideas in your head, I would imagine, and and lots of different things to try, but it's just something that then emerges, I guess. I don't know. Is that the beginning of a new body of work? Yeah. A lot of experimenting and Mm. testing and trialing things out, and you've got your ideas, but then you kind of get them down, and then you go and you make your final pieces, which is a refinement of that research. So, yeah, it's exciting. That's right. And when you actually finally finished a piece and it's like, did you have? Do you ever have that feeling like, oh, oh, just a bit more, or maybe I'll do this, or do you <laughs> or go, I've just enough, stop. <laughs> this is it, I have to stop? How does that work? Uh, you, I kind of quite intuitive when it comes to uh, that, you know, a piece of art is finished for me. Lovely. Uh, yeah, you need to know when to stop, but you also have to really push yourself very hard. And yeah. sometimes you've got to walk away and, and not look at something for a little while mm. uh, and then and then decide. So deadlines are, are fine. I think mm. that they kind of energise you to work. Mm. But yes. there's also that balance of, yeah, taking your time and, yeah, being really – I don't leave anything – Nothing leaves my studio without me being 100% happy yeah. with it. Okay. Because when you put it on the public do- domain yeah. or someone yes. buys it, you don't, you don't get it back and you might never actually see your, your, your piece, piece again. again. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty uh, pedantic about things like that. <laughs> Their labours of love, my work, they yes. always um, have been. So Are there some you refuse to give up? You're like yeah, your babies? I, I have. I've got um, one wall construction. As I said, the Town Hall Gallery owns one of them, but there was only one left in that series, and I made that on return from the City uh, International mm. de Arts in Paris. Yes. Mm. Uh, and oh, so there's wow, only that's one wonderful. of those ones left, and someone has asked me quite a few times uh, <laughs> if they could uh, buy it off me, and... Uh, and yes, the answer is not. No, right. yes, no, that's, that's, that's right. Obviously, nice to be special asked, to you. It, it is yes. lovely to be asked. Always. Yes, mm. or you know, there could be a separate commission. So yeah. unique yeah. piece, right. absolutely so beautiful. I own some of my work. Oh, okay, big so, fan. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. What and about inspiration? You know, what are the little other than someone coming and saying, "I want this"? What, what do you take for inspiration? What what sorts of triggers um, inspire yeah. you? It's a really good question because even though my work is abstract, it's actually abstracted from the real mm. physical world. Mm-hmm. And so it's very much about lived experiences. It's about navigating uh, city spaces and man-made architecture. Okay. Okay. So city of Burundara, especially where I live, which is in the Yarra Boulevard precinct, for example, has a lot of really terrific modernist houses. Yeah, it does. beautiful yeah. spot. It does yeah. lovely. So I, I'm sure that's in part also an inspiration to yeah. my work and being a local artist and living there my yes. yes. Oh my gosh. And do you wonderful. have your own studio like on the premises at home, or do you go somewhere else? And, and are you with other people when you're working, or is it a solo occupation? Uh, well, I've had my studio before at home. Mm-hmm. During uh, parts of lockdown, I was also back upstairs, <laughs> in, you know, in the home studio, yeah. which I actually really 
loved, loved. actually. Yeah. Uh, but my studio is outside of, uh, of home and I've set up my studio since 2004 in Carlton. So mm. I've been there a long time. Yeah. And that's your own space or do you share that's that with others? That's my other? own space. Okay. And yeah. I, I like um, the solitude mm. of just being... Yeah, with myself and my work and I can lock the door and I can go overseas and then I can come back. Yes, it's still there. Yes, no, I hear that that's an ideal scenario, yeah. (laughs) So so we were saying before you've had a big year, so there's been a lot happening. Are you happy to share with us how do you mark the end of the year? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've actually been cleaning up this year, which is something I actually do not like to do. I like to have all of, uh, you know, out and about in front of me. And, yeah, it's a a really exciting time to actually clean up. I mopped the floors and vacuumed yesterday on Sunday. And it was really about preparing myself for the commission mm. ah, and right. um, Great. The, the new painting. So yeah. I've been doing a lot of preparation for that. Yes. And now it's going to be, yeah, full go. All systems go. It's, it's lovely. It's to be in the studio because the light... Of course. It's beautiful. The days are longer yeah. and the weather's beautiful, which means paint dries. Yeah. Oh, yes. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All works beautifully. It does. That is wonderful. Um, so we're talking about this uh, 20 years of Town Hall Gallery at the uh, Hawthorne Town Hall, or the Town Hall in Hawthorne, 336, I think, uh, Burwood Road. 360. Oh, it's 360, yeah. is it? Our place is 36. Yep. 360. Let's not forget the zero on the end. Um, our place. So these are amazing, significant works. And uh, the exhibition is on until the 20th of January next year. So um, it's it actually started on the 1st of November, I believe. So it's, it's got a decent run, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of public programs, curated oh, talks, lovely. artist talks as well. Mm. Mm. It's beautiful. Nice and I was going to actually ask you, I mean, because you're obviously multi-talented, you can do the, you know, the painter as well as the sculptor. Is sculpting something that tends to be dominated still by men or are a lot more women getting into it now, do you know? I, I think that there are a lot of female sculptors. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara Hepworth, for example. Oh, yes, the famous Barbara uh, Hepworth. But... They're, they're actually, yeah, uh, Norma Redpath is another really marvellous Australian mm. sculptor. Uh, fortunately, I had work curated in the McClellan Sculpture Gallery, mm. I think it was. Oh, Lang Warren. Mm. Yeah, okay. Warren. Yeah. And they actually had an Inga King and also Norma Redpath uh, exhibition on with female contemporary Australian artists. And I yeah. was one of the artists who featured in that. Oh, fantastic. So, That's an exciting. Yeah, they're, they're, it so probably once was very male-dominated. Mm, it's changing. Uh, but I think, yeah, the times are definitely changing. Oh, great. Which good is to good. Hear. Good to <laughs> see that progress happening. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. Oh, brilliant stuff. Well, we hope that the um, that the exhibition continues to go really well. And did you drop in there and have a little wander yes, around? I, did. I, I dropped in again on my way here. Oh, you can't stay away from the place. No. <laughs> and lots of people coming through. Well, when lots I was there the other day, there were quite a few yeah. wandering through. Yeah. It's a busy yeah. little spot. Yeah, so it's a good spot for and all of that. And we're very fortunate to have those artworks on display free of charge. Absolutely. Mm. I think it's quite rare to have artwork from the collection out. Mm, exactly. Uh, it's a rare opportunity. yeah, that many works. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it really is. So get along to this exhibition, everybody. Enjoy over that beautiful, lazy time in January where we're just 
hanging out and um, relaxing. It's a great place to visit. And Samara, thank you so much for coming into the studio. It's so lovely to see you and we wish you every success in the future with your work. Yes, you so well done. And we hope to talk to you in 2024. Yeah, That'd be really lovely. And comments of the season, as I say. Absolutely. <laughs> Gorgeous little track there. Just snuck in another Christmas song when you weren't listening. Oops, someone else wants to go on there as well. Um, but Island Christmas, Christine Anu and her friends, actually. So uh, 3WBC with you on Big Life Conversation. It's five minutes to five or even four minutes to five. Um, let's get into some other things that we need to talk about, some very important things, ladies. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk food or shall we not? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's talk food. Uh, a warning if you're hungry. A uh, warning if Be you're careful. hungry, which, which, which I am at the moment. I am too. I uh, <laughs> didn't have a very large lunch in anticipation of my evening, evening meal. meal. Um, which is not what I recommend to do if you are trying to save yourself for a bigger meal over Christmas. Do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. means that you actually eat more yes. when you have your event. Uh, so you should always have a good quality high-carb protein snack or meal. Mm. Um, definitely don't skip your meals if you've got a um, holiday meal coming up. But I do know that it is a very challenging time food-wise for many people coming up with a festive season. Yeah. I think I can something like seven events in the last week and a half for myself, Um, all including eating. And in (laughs) in the interim, I was doing a detox. Um, So I had two weeks of goodness. And this third week has been a hit and miss. Um, All all in the uh, effort to – and I do this every year in spring, but I left it a little bit later because the weather – is uh, wasn't as conducive. Yeah. It's always nicer to have warmer weather because I don't know if you knew or not, but when you actually see daylight and sunshine and it bounces through the eye, it sends a message to the brain um, that actually turns off some of that that appetite, that ghrelin that makes us hungry. Really, I did not know so that. So, getting sunshine in the longer days, um, we tend to not eat as much. We're usually more active. We're out in the sun, but there's actually some science behind um, curbing that ghrelin hormone that I can w- make us exceptionally hungry. So I'm going to get my eyeballs out into the sun. Yeah, getting getting outside. Wow. Not, not, we don't want you to look at the sun, of course. Oh, oh no, don't look at it. But um, out in the sunshine, very, very helpful. So mm-hmm. that can be one of the things that you choose to do. Get up early, have a look at the sun, um, do some movement before starting to eat um, yes. breakfast. Yeah. Um, and then you've already got two triggers to really keep the satiety hormones at bay. Just a question without notice on this, uh, as we're getting up and waking up and moving. Mm. uh, I have a little bit of a ritual where I like to do the warm water and the squeeze of the old lemon. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Is that... Good, bad, neither. Well, the the any hydration is awesome. Oh, yes, certainly. Um, and often I talk to clients about, you know, a little bit of lemon juice and or apple cider vinegar yes. because it stimulates the digestive enzymes. It basically just says to the body, hey, I'm expecting some food soon, <laughs> um, so I'm going to hydrate now and I'm going to get all those digestive enzymes ready to break it down and be readily absorbed so that I can make the most of the food that's coming next. Yes. So your body does that. It also helps. To, to flush out anything that your body might have been processing, your liver might have been processing overnight. Yeah. Um, so we know that water is very good and we have the astringing effect of um, something like apple cider vinegar or lemon juice, which can also help with blood sugar regulation as well. So there is some merits around that. Some merits um, around it. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. so it works right. really well for some as well. So keep up that wonderful habit. Yeah, if you I like have it. it. It's good. Another way to get in um, a little bit of fluid yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right. So mm. tips for tips, uh, holiday so eating? Some thoughtful, um, healthy habits for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is about planning ahead for parties and gatherings. So um, often we just sort of rock up, we might have not eaten and then we gouge and <laughs> overindulge in those nice <laughs> high-calorie um, snacks and treats that all look so wonderful when they're all displayed out there. But um, if you're planning ahead, sometimes you could eat your healthy meal ahead of time, just go and have a few snacks there. You're not ravenously hungry when the, when you go, so therefore you eat a little bit better. You could go to an event and bring your own dish, which is also very helpful if it's something that you like to share that's a little bit more nutritious that helps with that as well. I'm not saying avoid the other things, but, you know, making sure that you're not ravenously hungry. And I always say, um, you know, eat mindfully, which is kind of my second point. The, Think about why you're there at an event. You're there to connect with others. You're there to meet someone new. Um, strike up a really, you know, new conversation with someone you haven't spoken to before rather than thinking about the food. And but sometimes people there. do just go to eat. You Absolutely. Know, let's <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so being mindful, <laughs> eating slowly, cho- choosing wisely, but also enjoying every bite. Yeah, so enjoying right. that and the company, not forgetting the company that you're with as well. Mm. That's a good tip, though. Nicole, because I find when I am, if I'm walking around meeting people and I, I see all this beautiful stuff and I'm like, oh, I'd love to eat that. But I, I do curb the my appetite or my the intention to eat by knowing that I've got to speak to people and I don't want to be speaking to people with a mouthful of food. food. And, and try, like it's all very awkward. And yes. so I Just tend to well. eat, eat less because so the more I talk, less I eat. Yes. <laughs> don't know that that's a good thing, but. Yeah. And another tip that um, my wonderful colleague, Manal, who joined me on my show on Saturday, came up with was um, pace yourself with someone else on the table who's doing the right thing and making the right choices. Um, <laughs> ah. I actually gave the the antithesis of that, which was um, look at the person who's shoveling the food in and not be them. Um, so, you know, just having, have a pick, role model. Pick a role model in the room or an anti-role model. Or an anti-role oh, model. Um, to, to sort of pace yourself <laughs> Look, they look, look healthy and doing. wonderful and look how yeah. they're selecting their food. <laughs> Fantastic eating, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> and they're eating their food. So just use having kind of a, a little bit of a, a partner in crime with that, so to speak. Nice. Um, the other one is staying active. And as we know, sometimes we can have a food coma after <laughs> – some of the meals that we might have yes. and we want to go off to sleep. Um, but maybe a, a game of cricket in the backyard, going for yep. a walk um, will help move that that um, excess, you know, idea. eating along. Yeah, lovely. Um, I always like a walk and seeing what everyone else is doing on Christmas Day, taking the dog out because yeah. he's like, I want to have some festivities as well. <laughs> That's right. Um, and the other one is about hydration. So um, staying well hydrated, we can get into those sugary punch bowls or sometimes have an extra beverage or two. Um, so trying to have the, um, you know, the the non-alcoholic beverage in between. There's a lot of good alternatives on the non-alcoholic front as well. I haven't quite found the perfect tasting <laughs> item on the wine front, no. but there are lots of... Um, 
beers, wine, alternative spirits, and things like that. Absolutely, yeah, lovely. really that nice. That can be ones. really good. That can help your body stay well hydrated. And also, though, an, an additional important piece around that, Nicole, around the intake of alcoholic drinks is if you're driving, like. I, don't, I reckon we shouldn't drink. Not at all. It's really interesting because there are ads that are coming on TV now saying if you if you're going to drive, just don't don't yeah. drink. No, and that's, that's always been I mean, our rule. I mean, in our way, way about it, the then. law as well. Yeah, it's and not I think stressful. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. and it lowers your stress. Yeah, exactly. And particularly Victoria's road talk, which has been so abominable. It, it's terrible, this year. isn't it? It's um, been yes, some shocking. Yeah, and also a reminder to people who have got to be careful because they have certain medical conditions when they drive, oh. to please keep your medications under control. Um, yes, I think you know what I'm referring to. Which can change with mm. um, up or down with excess eating, going outside Stress. with food habits, yes. can change mm. quantities of medications required. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you set off a little bit of a health alert mm. there as well. Yep. So my, my last little tip is about healthy swaps and moderation. Um, so healthy swaps can make a big difference. Um, and I think I've I've mentioned this many times before. Having some good um, quality protein options, you know, we love um, chicken and turkey at Christmas time, and all the seafood that's on offer. Um, finding things that are whole grain versus, you know, looking at the sweets. Having the nuts and seeds on the table the as well as the, the choppies. Yes. Um, having <laughs> some chopped, lots of chopped coloured veggies and hummus and some yeah. avocados, some things that we know are very good for you as well. Yes. I mean, it's all about portion control with those as well. Um, but trying to keep your nutrition on tra- track, you can have some of, more of those um, quality options and swap um, healthy swaps there as well so that you can, um, you know, have a, um, a better Christmas because we do know that most people, and there are many that put on around two to seven kilos over this Christmas mm. period. That's a and lot. Only about seven. half will take that off each yeah. Christmas. Yes. So each year Ash. they add two, add two, add another yeah. two, oh. add another two, oh, and they get rid of <laughs> the the final two. Um, and it is shown to be very hard to remove once yeah. done. Mm. So yeah, absolutely. Um, beware, everyone. Let's not put on the kilos. Enjoy. But enjoy with moderation and make it last, you know, one or two days or whilst you've got the event, but don't let it linger right throughout January. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Exactly. Good tips there. And mm. you can have fun and enjoy the food and really still be a foodie. Exactly. Um, but we don't have to overindulge in Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, and I tell you what, leftovers are always yummy. Leftovers are great. Good. I particularly love the, the roast veggie leftover. Yes, where you can whack that here. into some rocket and have a beautiful salad with a hummus dressing. Yeah. Um, that's a really nice one to have afterwards. And I know many people like their cold meat and salad for a few days afterwards. Keeping the lighter eating. So I think um, that's mm. a nice one to have too. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nicole. Uh, seven minutes past five, big life conversation. We're going to just another little warning. There's going to be jokes after this, I think. I think we're going to have a few oh, jokes. Warning, so warning. Beware, people. We'll be back with jokes. Back with you on Big Life Conversation. Uh, we just listened to Dean Lewis with How Do I Say Goodbye and then the Kid Leroy. Love again. Lots of love at this time of the year, we hope. 12 minutes past five. Um, before we do, we're going to have our little joke segment, but there is something quite serious that I wanted to just alert people to and some people may have had this, a similar experience as I have. And that is I on... Um, 
you know, big full disclosure here, went a little, did a little bit of online shopping, <laughs> took the credit card for a little bit of a run, and it was the eve of Black Friday. And I received an email from a retail outlet that I had purchased from before and received emails from. And on the Black Friday Eve, the email came through and it had, it, it just highlighted the 40% off and, you know, click here, shop now. So, of course, I did. <laughs> and, um, I've done it a million times before. But what I didn't know is that that led me to a fake site mm. and it is so hard to detect them. The The whole, you know, virtual shop front uh, was exactly as the real one. There is... Uh, in the um, in the address, th- when I actually found out and I looked at it, there's a slight um, change to the address. There's a couple of extra little words or little uh, letters that I- that isn't the actual address, the real address. Mm. So you have to be really careful. Yes. And so what you should never do is to click on to an email to Ooh. go into a shopping centre from a shopping site from an email because the email was fake. Um, so I've had a couple of hundred dollars that's gone and you know it took me to the shopping trolley everything was this like there was no reason to be alarmed yes so it's a i know that other people have had similar experiences and unfortunately we just have to be so careful so you might get the emails that's all well and good but if you want to go into the site that you think you're going into you should get into your browser and put the correct address having had that conversation with you Mm. very recently jacinta i was getting my visas for indonesia and uh, i went originally through the government um, smart traveler site uh, to find the site where I need to purchase those visas. It then gives you a connection to the right consulate address. Mm-hmm. Um, on the weekend in my flurry to ensure that I had the right visas, I just did a quick in- Indonesian consulate visit and I came up with a different site, processed my money for my four different visas, didn't expect to... Um, pay as much as I did and um, got a confirmation and thought it was all done and then I got a message from my bank which said we're not going to process that money because we don't think that site's legit. Oh really? So I immediately went to a panic because when you do a visa for travel you give them... Oh, your photo, everything, your signature, you do. your passport, passport for your whole family, mm. where you're going, where you live, oh, no. all your contact details. Um, we spent a long time searching the site. We think, we think, we don't know this for sure. Um, I have since gone through the right site and got my visas um, through the Australian um, uh Site, so always, always go through Smart Traveler okay. um, and then go through their links to the site to ensure that you're at the right consulate or the right place to get your visas. I believe I may have gone to a US based site, still got an Australian visa, but because it was US to Indonesia from an Australian, yeah. perhaps not the right site to go to. I still don't know if it's a legit site or not because it all looked legit and yes, everything about it is really 
Yeah. That's, but the bank thought it wasn't. Wow. So yeah. I'm glad that the bank has not processed that Indeed. money because it was triple the amount yes. required. Oh, my goodness. But, but what about your details, your information? Exactly. Yeah. That's, wow. that's gone. That's gone. And let's hope it's gone to the right place. So that makes me feel a little bit sick. So those traveling, those doing Christmas shopping, um, generally I've had some very positive experiences with all of that and or positive experiences with banking supporting things in behind the scenes. Um, I have had my bank not pick things up in the past, but this time it caught this one. Um, So just be on the alert because it is a time where we're a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit less time, perhaps a little bit less cautious mm. and we can get into trouble. And not so as attentive to the things that we need. It's kind of what gets up my nose, actually. It is kind of. Those, those yeah. faux sites. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it wasn't just a location error. I hope it is just, just a, location a location error. error. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, well that's that's a, a, a great example for all of us to really watch. Mm. Um, that it, Very important. But as you say, go through the, go through the Smart Traveller mm. site. Yes. Right. Okay. You've just given me a tip because I haven't done my visa yet, no. so I'll be doing so that. That's how you work. But do it, it is. It's my daily tips. Quite yeah, it's quite concerning. It is it a is. real worry. And um, you just don't know where your information's that's going. That's right. And given that you know, Indonesia does have some interesting relax on certain things. Mm. Yeah. That are copyright. Um, <clears throat> you know, I wanted to go through the right. Places and stages. It's certainly a great place to travel to, but beware. Yes, and there will be lots of people travelling mm-hmm. um, over the Christmas period. Mm. Barbara, you've got a jokes book in your hand. I Are you going to regale well us? You, you, you kick it off. Well, here we go. If, if we're ready, mm. these are the silly. <coughs> excuse me, some other silly um, uh, chapters. No high quality. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What do it. you call a man who likes to work out? Oh, Jim. Of oh, course. Of course. <laughs> what do you call a girl with a tennis racket on her head? Um, Annette. 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 Yes. <laughs> what do you call a woman with one leg? Uh, Peg or? Close. Eileen. Eileen. This might be incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a man with a car on his head? Uh, I'm dead. Jack. <laughs> And what about a man who owes money? My brain hurts after that. I was oh. trying to get the right answer. Oh, well done, Barbara. Um, uh, firstly, a few <laughs> musical ones before I do my Christmas one. Oh. Um, some best bad funny puns. Um, why did Adele cross the road? Oh, I don't know. Yes. To say hello from the other side. <laughs> don't get me to sing, everybody, because you know it's bad. Um, what kind of cost... Concert only costs 45 cents. Mm. What? A 50 cent concert uh. featuring Nickelback. <laughs> um, what, um, what did the grape say when it got crushed? Oh, I think I've heard this one. Um, mm. Don't know. This time. Nothing. It just let out a little wine. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. Um, yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is a really silly one. Anyway, back to uh, this one. Um, who, who is the least hungriest at Christmas? Oh. 
I'm least hungry. Don't know. I give up. Yeah. Okay, the turkey, because he's always stuffed. Oh, <laughs> true. There you go. Christmas oh, for you. Well done, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Well, God. look, it just so happens, and I know we didn't sort of um, collaborate on this before the show, but it just so happens that I'm going to take us from Christmas into New Year. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'll do the New oh, Year. You do it. So I've got a couple of New Year jokes for you. Um, starting off with... New Year's resolutions. I made a New Year's resolution to drink more water. So far, I've only gotten as far as drink more. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one group that hates New Year's Day? What? The New Year's Eve clean-up crew. Oh. That's more of a truth than a joke, yes. isn't it? Um, my New Year's resolution is to stop procrastinating, but I'll wait till tomorrow to start. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, mean, I like that um, one too. But uh, interesting, like on a more serious note, New Year always does bring that desire from us, a lot of us, to go, right, New Year's resolution, we're going to do things differently. Yes. And it's a really interesting Uh-oh. one because, yeah, we'll talk about it next year, but <laughs> it is, uh, you know, New Year's resolutions don't work because it's <laughs> we get this burst of energy and uh, then we're not able to sustain it. So we need to have really good reasons why we want to do something, set some good goals, make sure we pace ourselves and we put some supports in place so that we can achieve our goals. Absolutely. All those little tips. But uh, So I, I just wonder, I don't know whether people still do New Year's resolutions. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, or just a theme or word for the year is yes, more common now. Yes, that's a nice one as well, so, a theme you know, is, for the year. Is there a theme or a word that you yeah. want to use to describe the year ahead and you – sort of pin most of your things to that, to that as a purpose yeah. That's a nice year. one, yeah. So, and there's always a right. danger of losing face, isn't there, if you, <coughs> you publicise your news resolutions. Oh, yes. I'm yes, I think if you're going that. to do that, perhaps keep it quiet. Yeah. <laughs> because if you do yeah. Yeah. Or, away, whatever you're doing, um, it might be quite so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> or it can keep you accountable. So, I mean, it well, depends. True. You know, it if you, if you need the accountability partner, tell someone you know and trust, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's the point. Yeah, you've got to that way. if you shout it out to everybody, yeah. Then yes, yeah, that, that's <laughs> I right. hear you. It could work that way for um, yes. There's also sort of reversing back for a moment. There's also things that people do to mark the end of the year, like they might write down all the things that they loved and they went really well. Yes, um, all the things that they want to release for the year and burn them. Like there's, you can have a little burning ritual, you know, yes. safely, of course, yes. with a fire extinguisher outside. <laughs> um, but there's there, there's those things that sort of a lot of letting go for the year, the mm. things that you want to let go of, and thinking about the things you want to bring in for the new year. So there's, I guess we all do lots of different little yeah. things. Um, but I'm, I'm reminded of your thing about just about being grateful. <gasps> oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Look, it, mm. and it's backed by science. It's backed mm. by evidence that when we are genuinely focused on the things we are grateful for, even when we've experienced really, really hard things in mm. our lives that we do, um, it, particularly in those times, I think it's so important to focus on the things that we do have in our lives that are working well and that we are really grateful for. Yes. So it's yeah, really important, and they don't have to be big things. No, no they don't. They don't. So I think that's yeah, we we can all sort of benefit from doing that. I think. I agree. Mm. I agree very much. So, um, sorry, I just saw another pun. <laughs> shall I? Shall I indulge? Um, there was there was just one more little pun. It was not not quite related, but um, definitely uh, a little bit about letting go. Um, food food pun. Um, 
And it said, ladies, if you can't appreciate your fruit jokes, you need to let that mango. Oh. Um, and then there was another one saying, um, crazy husband said to her wife, said to his wife that moose are falling from the sky. And the wife says, it's reindeer. Oh, um, beautiful. There you go. There you go. And that is the end of our jokes and puns segment. <laughs> um, until next week. <laughs> we'll be back. Yes. Uh, Sorry about that, everyone. 25 minutes past five. Big life conversation. Our second last show for the year. We cannot believe it. It's gone so fast, the year. Everyone says that and does certainly feel like it. Uh, I always like to indulge in a little bit of Tim Minchin at the end of the year. <laughs> White Wine in the Sun, one of my favourite songs. So I'm going to play it right now. 94.1 FM, 3WBC. The wonderful Tim Minchin. Real treasure from Australia, I reckon. He is very prolific with his songwriting and his movies. He's he is very indeed. multi-talented. He is indeed. Um, so 28 minutes to six. Oh, wow. That's gone quick. It has gone quickly. Almost dinner time. <laughs> now, speaking of dinner time and things, we were talking about uh, the prices going up and things getting a little bit tight in the food department. Have some sympathy for the two big supermarkets, the two biggies, <laughs> the one that starts with C and the one that starts with mm. W. Um, according to The Shovel, our favourite <laughs> satirical website, Coles and Woolies, $2 billion profit, almost enough to pay for weekly grocery shop <laughs> analysis shows. Australia's two supermarket giants made so much profit last financial year that they would almost have enough money to buy groceries for a family of four in one of their stores. <laughs> it's an obscene amount of money, economist Harry Mack said, to think that they could fill up a trolley in their local supermarket and then pay for it outright in one go just goes to show how much money these companies are making. He said a two billion shop up wouldn't include luxuries but it could still buy a substantial number of goods. Obviously they wouldn't be buying washing powder or coffee in that particular shop up but they'd be able to get most of the things a family would need for a week. It's just quite ridiculous. There you go, only two million bucks for a bit of a grocery shop. Wow. It sort of feels a bit like that when you go to the supermarket nowadays though doesn't it mm, yes yeah. exactly yeah. um i have to say i'm liking my alternative to the the c and the w yes <laughs> and that that's it and there are alternatives out there there are alternatives yeah. out there and uh whilst you might not get everything there you can certainly get majority and it is much more reasonably priced however even there we're seeing the prices increase as well yes so. Um, there is a lot going on there as there well. There is a lot going on. They keep mm. promising us that uh, inflation will drop next year. Yes. Waiting, waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Mm. Anyway, um, we we will see what happens there. But... On to other things. Now, I think let's talk about this travel thing. Yes. I mean, I know we mentioned the visas before, yes. Nicole. But um, apart from that... You were going to do a few travel tips. Yes. Um, And could I just jump in just before we do that to say if you are not interested in anything festive for the end of the year and you would like to go somewhere where you will not be surrounded by the festivities of this particular season, I had a little read about three places you could go. Um, and this is true. Like, this isn't a joke. This is actually true. Um, 
apparently these parts of the planet uh, is where Christmas passes almost unnoticed, and it's Vietnam, Nepal, and the Maldives. Mm. Yes, of course. I've been to... Because they're not Christian countries, are they? No. Mm. And they're not doing... Well, you know, but there are other... Like when I went to um, the into Dubai, into the... United Arab Emirates. Oh, some of them do. Some of them do. Like, they really, really do. They have lots and lots but of it's Christmas stuff. Com- it's a, it's yeah. a commercial. Yeah. Than some it's of the just, it's not religious at all. No, no, but, no. It, but it's still reality. there, right? Yeah. So, but you won't see them uh, there. So, and they sound like some nice places to visit if you want to yes. get away from it all. Having, having been to the Maldives. Yes, you. Like Maldives. Um, yeah. When you go, you realise it's not Maldives, everyone. Oh, that um, was me. That, uh, Sorry. Uh, it, it is, there are some reasonably priced islands as well as the high luxury end islands and you can still get over water bungalow and you can Mm. split your time between on land bungalow and over water bungalow and save yourself some costs as well lovely um but uh uh, my um travel agent said to me at the time when we went was you know go and see them before they're underwater permanently um Mm. which is um unfortunate but Mm, it is exactly how you see on the brochures it is very turquoise blue and white white sand and just stunning and magic so I, i think that's a really lovely place i'd love to go to vietnam that was Almost one of our options because it is as reasonably priced as mm. Bali in Indonesia. Yes. Mm. Um, mm. The only issue for us is that we had a week of time and because it's a long, narrow country, you kind of want to travel. Like you actually mm. want to go and do a kind of – I'd like to do a longer trip rather than go into one city and just spend a week there. I'd, I'd like to spend more time there. So that was my only um, qualm there. But there was some interesting housing arrangements which were – there's lots of new housing estates and um, high rises, and you can Airbnb apartments very reasonably priced and go there and just stay and okay. you know live like a local, which is what I'm loving about yeah. travel now. Nice. That more and more people are sort of moving away from the hotels and going more into villas or apartments, um, either using Airbnb or uh, any other travel site. I know um, I use a couple of different travel sites uh, to organise my travel, plus talking. To to lots of different people and pretty much every second Australian has been to Bali so there's always lots of good tips here um, <laughs> I'm having heaps and heaps of people coming back and going to and saying here's the driver I had um, you only pay uh, around $30 for the day and he will be your driver in air conditioning comfort to take you wherever you want to go just pay for his lunch or her lunch um, and you can go from one side of the island to the other and create your itinerary and do that um, and so there was one that said, well, this person used him, then I used him, and so here he is for you. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good tip to have someone else who's got a little bit of a recommendation and the driver can actually put an itinerary together for you and say, you know, this is what it will cost to take you and your family, um, plus I can give you lots of history and, and tips mm, as great. well. So that's very reasonably priced, as is these beautiful villas, which possibly have been owned by... Australians um, that build their own property, um, their own home away from home in locations that are 
um, amazing. And again, um, that you can hire out that are fully self-contained, that have their own swimming pool, um, two bedrooms, two bathrooms, you know, for a family of four, very reasonably priced. Um, so that if you want to get away from the, the, the busyness that, that Bali can have, yeah. um, you can do that within that busyness or several different places and locations, um, elsewhere. Yeah, so, um, the tip is always to, um, do some research and see what some of the recommendations are. And I love sites like TripAdvisor to give you information, other people who have been. Um, and uh, East Bali is kind of the buzz place at the moment going into other locations that are not Kuta and Ligian and not Nusa Dua, not some of those sort of main towns, but getting into the jungle, the arts, the crafts, and all this East Coast that has some of those original how Bali would have been maybe 50 years ago um, so that you can actually still see that and see the volcanoes and the waterfalls and the spiritual centres and the cultural um, temples uh, as well as the beautiful beaches, uh, mm. both black and white sands as well. So um, there's a number of really great things that you can do to get that sort of information. I use a number of different sites to do my research. Um, and then um, might chat to a, a travel agent who can give you some tips and certainly people who have been before who can actually share their accommodation experiences as well. Yeah. So that's awesome to that's do. That's lovely. Mm. Oh, well, we'll both uh, check in when we come back. You're, you're going to Bali first and mm. I'm going later in January. So mm. we'll, we'll Very different trips. Very different trips. Yes, I've, yeah, got, I've, got, I've got one trips. half beach, half jungle and children with me. <laughs> so we will be going to the Water Bomb Park. Yes. To not the water me. slides. Mm, but no. we'll also do some mountain biking, you know, yeah. and some snorkeling and things like that as yeah. well. I probably yeah. won't be doing any of that. Um, mm. Just absolute luxury mm. and just not doing anything that mm. I don't want to do. Just mm. like... It's yes. going to be good. Yes. Long time coming, but yep. really looking forward to it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure we're all looking forward to it. Even if it's – usually for me in January, it's just a bit of a rest and even dagging around at home is lovely. Mm, but this strange. year, a little bit of a change of scenery yeah. is very important. Yeah, I'm sort of dagging on – in, in my own little villa, just with mm-hmm. the warmer temperature. I just oh, have to be beware be that I don't normally travel at this time of year because it's not the best weather. In fact, Melbourne has the best weather at this time of year. You would think, um, but you generally, think, <laughs> but can't rely generally on. speaking, it has. we have our good weather at this time. It's a good place to stay local. But, yes, um, it is. It's, uh, you know, nice to get away every now and then. Yeah, it sure is. Um, Barbara, did you have any... Um, Things to watch or do. We were going to talk about. Yeah, I found out something that um, I hadn't heard about. I don't know if you had heard about it, and it might not be to everyone's taste. Yeah. But did you know that there's an exhibition um, concerning Princess Diana at the moment? No, I did not. A building called the Tea House, which is that interesting old building. It used to be old Roba Tea sort of packing house um, across the road from um, that. Um, Den of Iniquity, uh, the, the casino. Yes. Uh, just, you know, oh. you know I'm, I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. It's yeah. yes. a building. Anyway, yeah. apparently the exhibition is on there. Oh. Um, and it, it opened in November. I just found out about it just by charts. But anyway, it's, it's supposed to be a revealing look at her life um, and uh, through a whole lot of photographs and, and other things. So people who are fans of the late Princess Diana, and uh, I have mixed feelings about Diana. 
course, not having known her personally, I think that she did hear some very worthwhile things in terms of charity, but um, I think that the way some people sanctified her I thought was rather ridiculous as well. She mm. was a human being. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, but uh, for those of you, those people who are interested in the royals or interested in her particularly, um, check that out. And uh, that's... Um, it's on it, as I said, the, uh, the tea hazards. I didn't even know it was being used as a, an exhibition. I did centre. not know that. I've, mm. No, I never heard that before. Anyway. It's interesting. How many exhibitions have there been? Have we had on Princess Diana? Oh, uh, God, there's so much. Well, the royals, royals in general, royals. yes. Yeah, but particularly her. her. Like even all the evening dresses, she had all, her whole wardrobe, costume, there was yeah. the massive... I don't know if they've had a lot here in Melbourne, but certainly generally. Certainly generally the there's yeah, been, yeah, yeah England, everywhere. A homage. Exactly. I think the crown has, um, yes, you know, reignited a bit of that. kind oh, of reignited a little bit of that and I haven't right. got through the no I have got through the most recent episodes have you? Um, the most recent series yeah, as well Very I addictive. have as well um, and but I'm, I'm disappointed I won't talk about the content of, of yeah. the program yeah. but I loved it right up until uh, this season mm-hmm. which has been a little bit sort of Really? Yes. <laughs> what were you thinking? And yes. apparently, it gets worse in the the next half. Oh really. no! So, yeah, and it's been it's, it's criticised widely oh, for it. So it, it's a it's a real shame because I think it it was also great in the early seasons in terms of depicting historical events that you know. Obviously, occurred, mm, mm. and they—I thought they did that quite well. It was really quite interesting mm. in some of those things. So, but it's just lost its—it's it's just lost its way, I think. Yes. And anyway, become a bit of a soap opera or something <laughs> of the indeed. sort. But that's just me. Um, but I'll still watch it. I'll still yes. watch it. Yes, well, I, I did a really nice rewatch of Fleabag because oh, I that's so so that's so much mm. um, yeah, because great. it's circulating back through and now, uh, now again, and I love that. Yeah, so good. Um, very entertaining and she's also great in um, probably the only good actor and I watched the updated the most recent Raiders of the Lost Ark oh, okay. um, oh, with yeah. the um, yeah. slightly digitised or very digitised Harrison Ford mm. um, just to complete the picture because I did love that show and that movie way back when but she's great in that yes yeah, wow. very good very um, diverse lady. Yeah. Now, and a good time just to mention next week's show because yes. even though the lovely Nicole will be off on her holiday, Barbara, you and I will be here, and we're talking about streaming services and thing, things and to watch over the holidays, Christmas movies. Holidays, so yep. the lovely Jess Belangzataghi will be joining us to uh, give us an update on all – and Jess is great because she does all the, the, the diversity. You know, it's very diverse it in terms of the selection she shares with us. So yep. uh, really looking forward to that. So she always has some great things yeah. for us in store and and also something that's very important at Christmas we have a, a wonderful guest joining us who um to talk about a topic and this this person is very very specialized in this area um, her name's Alexa Powell uh, she's a social worker and a counselor and she is very specialized in the area of grief and loss all sorts of grief and loss um, that we experience and how they can be very challenging around this you know the end of the year and the festive season and how it can be a very lonely and isolating experience for people so she's got some really good um, tools and tips for us to think about uh, over the festive season. Um, So it's a really interesting topic. So join us for that next week. Indeed. And speaking of some streaming things, maybe she um, might be preempting, excuse me, preempting Jess, but we were just talking off air about if you're a Cary Grant fan, 
Um, there's interesting um, streaming services coming up on Stan, I do believe, um, featuring um, Jason Isaacs from um, the character, played the character of um, Malfoy um, in Harry Potter, but he's taken on the role of, um, I think it's a four-part series on exploring the life of uh, Cary Grant, who was born Archibald Leach, and the series is just called Archie. Ah. And apparently um, he really did reinvent himself, Archibald Leach, and with a name like that, I guess you would want to if you want to go in the movies. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, he was... Um, not at all the smooth sort of character one would um, have predicted, if just judging from his movies, but he had quite a complicated background, came from poverty in Bristol um, in England. Anyway, apparently Jason Isaacs does a wonderful job recreating him. Oh, that so. sounds really good. Yeah. Excellent. All right, so more um, when we come back, but we're gonna, we have what gets up my nose. We're going to do all mm-hmm. of that, a few other things. But I think that it's not the end of the year celebrations without a little bit of akadaka. And uh, <laughs> so here it is. You shook me. All night long. And we'll have no more of that. That will be it for Akadaka. Now that we've got everybody up and awake, 10 minutes to six. Uh, Not long for us to go. We... uh, was there something before what gets up my nose? Or oh, I was just going to say how um, I'm quite enjoying the iView series of The Messenger. Ah, yes. And I've just started that. My son read the book for Year 10, and that's a really good one to highly recommend. Um, we've watched the first two episodes, did a little bit of a binge, but you can watch the whole series. Yes, it is good. You know what? In terms of streaming, what I find is very appealing is if I, I want to watch a series and I know I'm going to binge it because it's – you know, it's it's been reviewed well and it's like, this will be great. And that there's two seasons because often I just zip through one season and then I'm left feeling deflated and I need to eat chocolate. So, um, not dark good. But yeah, d- yeah, definitely, definitely dark chocolate. Definitely 70 cent. I was gifted. I was gifted some beautiful dark chocolate yesterday. Mm. Yum. Uh, so that will be well on the way. Um, going to go to a quick promo uh, break and then we'll be back with What Gets Up Thy Noses. Mm-hmm. All of us. What Gets Up Thy Nose. Back with you on 3WBC. This is Big Life Conversation. Now, our little segment we call What Gets Up Your Nose. We're going to do this again. Up your what do you got, ladies? <laughs> I think I've kind of already mentioned mine, which I would, you know, reiterate, which is those sites that appear to be the website. Yes. But are not. Oh. And then your money goes down. The to, and your information, more importantly. I mean, yes, yes money is important, but your information it's, and It's data, a whole different thing, isn't it? I feel a yep. little bit dirty. Yep, yep. Um, so it makes that you gets, feel very vulnerable. It's up my yeah. nose. Now, having said that, most of the um, groups and sites that I've been liaising with, including directly with um, the villa that I am attending in Indonesia, have been more than wonderful. Um, in um, being very accommodating to uh, my travel plans and um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's just been so easy to organise. So yeah. um, looking forward to that. Hey, fun fact. Mm. This is true. Mm. We get much more satisfaction and joy and pleasure out of planning and dreaming about our holidays than we actually do when we go there. <laughs> it's a fact. Well, I agree. And what, what gets up my nose is that my family do not have the same appreciation of the planning. 
planning because I get really excited. I like to sort through. I like Mm. to chat through the options. Would you like this or that kind of place? Would you like to go here or here or here? Nothing. Oh, can we do it later? Um, Oh, I don't know, just book something. It's like, that is, no, that's I not like the way we operate, people. Yes. It's the conversation. Play, play the game. And then, and then I get the, I don't want to stay there. And oh, like, no. <laughs> what? No. Anyway, so I, mm. I sought, but I didn't get much feedback, but I ended up just doing my thing. Yes, well. Yeah. So pressed on regardless. I yeah. Well done. I Barbara, for you. fortunate to have a, uh, someone who's so savvy with it all. Um, yeah, what can someone knows? We did talk about this off air, Jacinta. Yep. About Australia Post. Yeah. Oh, now, it's old news, but the, 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 the services um, are being reduced and the cost going icon. up. But it's a particularly bright <laughs> this time of year. I think it's come to the fore again because of Christmas and, and everything else. I know a lot of people aren't sending Christmas cards, but they're probably sending parcels. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, but uh, I'm thinking that that's just depressing. But I'm wondering whether we're going to be going the way of some country towns where you don't get a, uh, any mail delivered. You actually have to go into town and find a post office to collect your mail. Sort um, of like how you have to find a bank these days or an yes, ATM. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that was what got up my nose last week because yeah, I couldn't find exactly. one. Exactly. So once upon a time... noses aren't happy. <laughs> I'm not enough to remember morning and afternoon deliveries of letters. I mean, that's how old I am. And I also remember there was a delivery oh. on a Saturday before Christmas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't that long yeah. ago. That wasn't no, like long ago. Anyway, no, but anyway, so... Um, as a granddaughter of uh, someone who was um, uh, a postmaster of uh, Blackburn, the town in England, my mother's father, uh, yeah, I think it, it's it's a, it's it's a bit sad and uh, a bit frustrating. Um, and what makes my day? And we were also talking about this off air. This amazing man who's had a very low profile just, just very recently. Um, oh. Dix, who has rescued all those Indian miners. Amazing. 41 people. Wow. Who came out unscathed. And uh, this man seems to be totally devoid of ego. He's obviously very clever, to say the least. Um, but he's, he's a qualified uh, barrister. He's also an engineer. And apparently grows flowers in the Yale Ranges. But anyway, this is an amazing man. Um, as I say, totally some goals, man, very right? humble. Do something. Just, yeah, just actually uh, did something uh, incredibly <laughs> heroic, as, yeah. um, our, as our Prime Minister said. And um, doesn't seem to want to... Uh, Great deal of fuss made about it. No, it's like that. Like that. I love it's a very attractive <laughs> quality. It is a very attractive <laughs> and, quality. And it's a rare yeah. quality too. And, so, and yes. it's rare. Yeah. I love it. You can imagine. Like, oh, we've got to make a movie about you. You imagine. He needs his own show. Don't. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Hollywood will be calling, no yes, doubt. Exactly. Um, we'll be answering. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All right. My what, what gets up my nose is a little bit different today. Okay. Because I've gone, just taken a bit of a different thought process. What it is, what gets up my nose particularly the last couple of weeks, is the noisy, unhelpful tenant in my head. I don't know that your own brain can get up your nose. (laughs) Technically, probably not possible, but Uh that's what it is for me, right? Mm. So sometimes we have unhelpful thoughts in our head and they can get away from us. And I've been particularly battling those over the last couple of weeks and getting a little bit stressed. So um, I'm sure we all can relate to that in some way. Mm. You know, Mm. sometimes that little chat we have in our heads, that that little person that's talking to us is helpful, sometimes not helpful. Mm. So I've got a tenant in my head at the moment not being very helpful. The good news is, and what makes my day is, I know that I can change my thoughts. I know mm. that I can distract myself. I can uh, reframe the thoughts and put a positive spin on it and take some time to reset them. So and if you have the power. The tenant, which is a And evicting that tenant at the moment. Oh, put with that rent up. Put the rent up. The rent has gone up. <laughs> yes. uh, it's priceless space up there yes. and you're out. Yes. All right? So there you go. We can all do it. Uh, we'll be back to say goodbye in just a moment. Well... 
Actually, apparently not because <laughs> the computer won't let me. So we're going to say goodbye, um, at, start our goodbyes at two minutes to six. Uh, before we do, remembering to stay with us on 3WBC because your planet needs you. It really does. And that great show is on. Absolutely. After us at six o'clock. Exactly. Or we could give them an extra minute if they like. We could. We, we're very generous <laughs> around you. Yeah, Let's time. do that. Oh, my God. We're feeling we'll so take every now and then. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Uh, so next week, as I said, tune in for us. It'll be our final show. And best wishes to you, Nicole, going and having a wonderful Thank holiday. So and we want to be able to talk to you while you're away. You never we know. We, we may. Have an if, you call. Mm. if you can drag yourself away from the, the cocktail bar oh, in the pool, know. Um, you know, maybe. Yeah. You never know. I might talk to you with a cocktail in hand. Oh, I would be. That, mm. I think that sounds excellent. Mm. Remember, don't drink and dive. No, don't, don't drink no. and dive. That's no. very, very important. Or drink and massage, though. <laughs> oh, that sounds right. Oh, sounds wonderful. <laughs> and also a big thank you, of course, to our wonderful guest today, the artist Samara Adamson. Pinchevsky. Thank you, Barbara. Right on cue there. I needed that. Um, and we were talking about the major exhibition celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Hawthorne t- Town Hall Gallery. So there's all these wonderful Our significant um, artworks. Yeah, it's called Our Place. And they've been grouped within the themes of people, places and perspectives. And it's really supposed to be quite stunning. Uh, we love the idea of it. It goes until January the 20th and it is free. Mm, we love a free And free we love activity. a little bit of free at all times. So anything else, guys? Just want to remind You've got people. 30 seconds. These things. Um, Maestro, the new film about Leonard Bernstein is out and about featuring Bradley Cooper. And you can't get to the cinemas. It's going to be streaming on Netflix from December the 20th. Yeah, I know. And that would be fantastic mm, to see. supposed to be. Yeah, good. absolutely. Anything from you, lovely Nicole? No, no just adios. And, adios. And uh, looking forward to um, first overseas trip. Post COVID, but yeah. Oh, oh, is it really? Mm. Oh, wow! Absolutely. Okay, for you. you will have fun. We'll be thinking of you, and uh, you will see everybody next year. I will do. Okay, have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye Thanks for now. For Ciao.